Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. and we got a special edition coming about you today. Um, recently, we had the big breaking news of Deathstroke being introduced into the DCEU universe uh, by the real reveal uh, from Ben Affleck on Twitter, and a lot of you know hype has come around it. Would he be in Justice League? It's been confirmed he's going to be in the standalone Batman film, but it hasn't been confirmed yet if he's going to be in the Justice League film. And so... Um, the other breaking news that came out earlier this week was Joe Mangalo, right? Manganello. 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 I'm sorry. Joe Manganello. Manganello. Joe Manganello is going to be playing Deathstroke in the uh, DCEU universe. Okay. So how does that relate to TV? It kind of doesn't, but at the same time it does because we've already seen Deathstroke before on Arrow. Okay. Played by Manu Bennett who on season two basically stole the show. Probably the best bad guy villain out there right now um, in the DC TV universe, Marvel universe, whatever you want to call it. I think he was even better than some of the... He's better than, Mar- he's better than June Moon and Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah, hello. Um, better than... What about Incubus and Suicide Squad? Oh, oh, okay. I mean, well, well, yeah, well... Hey, oh, oh. Incubus. Oh. <laughs> um, we can get into that a little bit later. Uh... <laughs> He's better than, let's say, I say Lex Luthor. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Einberg. Lex Luthor. Uh, He's better than uh, Red Skull. Oh, yeah. He's better than... I I would say he was better than Ultron for me, personally. Oh, yeah. I I wasn't a fan of the depiction of Ultron. So that shows you just... uh, the The only person I could consider on... Uh, the Manu Bennett's level of bad guy villain, alright, are really two people. That would be Loki from the, you know, the Avengers, and then um, Reverse Flash, Tom Cavanaugh. Oh, yeah, 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 uh uh-huh. Um, And that's basically, you know, the, those are the only two that I think hold on to that level. Hold on one second. So, Manu Bennett's uh, Deathstroke, without a doubt, is was the key to Arrow's success. Uh, season one, you know, you had Malcolm Merlin being the bad guy, took Arrow to a, a good level, and then season two, with Deathstroke, took Arrow to this new level, and it really kind of solidified the DC universe and the television uh, era, especially on the CW, along with The Flash. Um, Stephen Amell came out this week and basically confirmed uh, to a point you know, that just because Joe Manganello There you go. Got it. Joe Manganello is playing Deathstroke in the film universe does not mean that Arrow cannot use 
you know, Menu Binet's Deathstroke on Arrow. Yep. Which is awesome. That is great. So that means let's get him in season five. That means don't tease me, Steven, though. Yeah, they're like, don't, don't take me out back and, you know, play with me for a little bit and then just walk away, you yeah, know? Get out of here with that. I need to see Manu Bennett, Deathstroke, some line, sometime during season five. It doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to be the main villain. Could be just a, you know, an episode or two, an arc or two. But get him off the damn island and bring yeah. him back to Starling City. To Starling City. Um, it, it needs to happen now. Yep. Um, so... What are your thoughts about Joe Manganiello, Deathstroke, in the film universe? You know, I like it. Obviously, I have my uh, little bias and favoritism towards um, the Arrowverse, Deathstroke. But I like Deathstroke as a character in general. I just, I always have. Um, and I think Joe Manganiello would do a, a great job. Um, yeah. You know, he was, he was actually rumored for the longest time, even before Suicide Squad came right. out. And they thought that Deathstroke could possibly be in it to be uh, in it, you know. And he, um, and he obviously wasn't, but I, I think it's a good choice. You know, I think he could look the part of Slade, depending on what they want to do with it. You know, I think, uh, I don't know how, like, old or young they're going to make him. But I think that uh, he could do a good job. I think he's a good, like, build for the role as well. Um, he's been in some... Uh, movies I think that you're going to be talking about here in a little bit where I could see that same sort of type of character portrayed with his Slade Wilson. Uh -huh. um, so, you know, I think uh, I, I think it'll be great. I'm just excited to see Deathstroke because, once again, it's something that we haven't seen. Um, I, I mean, obviously for, you know, uh, the Batman as it's being, you know, kind of whatever title it has right now, um, I, I would like to see more of the Joker as well, just because I don't feel like I saw enough um, with Suicide Squad. But uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Deathstroke as like the the major, if not the major villain, if someone else is behind him pulling the strings, at least major screen time villain. Right. Really get more of his side because really, if you think about it, Deathstroke. It, I mean, there's one difference really between Deathstroke and Batman, Bruce Wayne, and Slade Wilson. One will, one will kill and doesn't have a problem with that, you know, and, and doesn't, there's no emotion behind it, right? He does it for... Yeah, he's for, a mercenary. Yeah, yeah. Lives, you know, lives by a code, you know, type deal. Um, not the Deadshot ways where he, he won't kill right. women and children. Deadshot has that, that type of code, but um, he's kind of like, Deathstroke is like the warrior, uh, you know, he want, if he's going to die, he wants to die in battle type mm -hmm. deal. Um, but yeah. Uh, he's, the character is actually so. Here's the deal: is that for those of you who don't know a lot about Deathstroke, he was actually a Teen Titans villain for the longest mm -hmm. time. Um, he was created by mainly by George Perez. Um, you know, came up with the concept of you know his outfit and everything. But he was introduced in the new Teen Titans uh, number two, and he was the kind of the villain to challenge the Teen Titans throughout the 80s and early 90s. And then there was a couple storylines where Deathstroke was introduced into uh, the Batman comics and then later on into the Green Arrow comics. And he's kind of shared a back and forth uh, arch nemesis between those two more recently. Um, so there's not a lot of background stories you can go with. That's why I'm like really interested how they're gonna interact um, in the Batman storyline because they had to recreate. So the in Arrow they re, they created a brand right. new origin for for Slade. Right. Um. You know, 
sharing you know time on the on the island with Oliver while he was stranded out there. Um, then you have uh, then you have the the Teen Titans version um, where he's a mercenary for hire to take out the Teen Titans. Um, so the Batman introduction to it is going to be inter interesting. I think with this version of Batman, the Ben Affleck Batman, that's you know what we see like in the video games, taking out 20 guys in one you know one swoop and everything like that. That's going to be amazing fight sequences. Uh, I think that's a smart idea because um, unless you're going to go the Christopher Nolan route where it's going to be a more of a mind psychological type of movie like, like the Dark Knight was where the Joker was always like one step ahead of Batman. Um, if you're not going to go that route with a the villain, then if you're going to go more the bruiser route and more action-based, then you've got to go with Deathstroke. Um, he's the only one that's going to like really stand toe-to-toe -to -toe of all the, the, the major villains and the Batman villains that can you know go up against Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, the, the rumor was in the movie that it's going to be, you know, um, for a while now that it's going to be more Arkham-centric, yeah. um, kind of taking a, a step from the um, Arkham games. If that's the case, you know, like you said, if they, if they introduce other villains, it's great. But I want to see Deathstroke as the main villain. I think that's what took Arrow to the next level is that Deathstroke has that personality and also that kind of um, that that uh, character that ultimately he you know he can elevate a superhero and like sure. you know my my whole experience if you've ever listened to me, you know my podcast from before and like uh, my writings and stuff like that is that what makes a great superhero movie is a great villain you know people know the hero already people are going to go to the you know um, already for the hero, but if you want to get more people attracted to your movies, then you go and you create a great villain, and that's was the basically the handicap for um, Batman vs Superman. That was the handicap for Age of Ultron, um, the Iron Man three movie, the you know Superman, Man of Steel, you know Zod. Uh, I thought was mismanaged, you know there. So um, definitely villains of the ones you can use in the Batman standalone film, smart with Deathstroke. Um, so since, here's my predicament with a TV show, is that if Deathstroke's going to be out and the Batman standalone film's coming out in 2017, you need to get, you know, your version of Deathstroke out now with Manu Vinette. Um, I think that helps elevate this movie a little bit more. Uh -huh. People that not maybe not, uh, you know, didn't watch season two of, of Deathstroke, if they see him now, maybe that entices them to go see right. the Batman movie a little bit faster, you know. At least having an idea of who the character is, even if they're not using the same exact, um, you know, origin, background, whatever they right. want to do, uh, just being aware of who or what the character is. Exactly. I mean, look at, we're with the two different flashes, all right? Same right. Barry Allen, just two different flashes, two different takes on it. So, um, definitely one of the, um, one of the characters that I don't think you're going to be utterly confused, wait a minute, which one's which, is either one on TV, so um, Joe Manganiello, um, if you've never seen the movie Sabotage, hmm. uh, go and rent it or look it up on iTunes and watch it, uh, he, it's it's starring um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, and it's about a DA team that uh, one by one they get picked off and drug after a drug bust and they can't figure out who it is, and I'm going to spoil it for you because it's movie's been out for a couple years, and if you haven't seen it, then, you know, oh well, but Joe Manganiello is the, um, 
and he ends up being the bad guy. And he's crazy. The entire movie, he's actually crazy. So majority of people remember him from you know Magic Mike, Magic Mike XXL. Uh, and a lot of people don't know this, but or realize it, but he was Flash Thompson in uh, the first Spider-Man Spider movie, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Um, you know, I look back at the movie. I watched it like a couple months ago, and I was like, man, I've seen this guy before. It looks like Joe Manganiello. And sure enough, I checked on IMDb, and it was him. Um, you know, it looks like a young, young guy. But uh, no, if if you want to get a taste of what possibly he could be like in a Deathstroke. Go rent Sabotage. That is the movie that you'll need to see. That he's probably going to bring that type yeah. style of character um, to the to the film, and which shows that he can do it and, and uh, not only oh, yeah. provide a strong um, villain, but one that you know, because like you said, if you've ever seen the movie, that one that can provide twists. Like you're not really sure right. what way they're going to go, and that's kind of how uh, Deathstroke is. Even though, like, yeah, when he's you know he's he has a mission, and you know what that is, but still somewhere you're not exactly sure where he lies, because, yeah, he does, some, he obviously does things for, for money, but the, you, it's like you never exactly know where he stands. Exactly. You know, and it, what's, what gets me about Deathstroke, and this is crazy, is that the, the fan base for him, maybe not as big as, say, like a Deadpool or whatever, but think about this. Deadpool has his own comics. Deadpool has been in um, different mediums of you know, Marvel Entertainment somehow, some way. All right, so Deadpool, you know, prior to X-Men Origins Wolverine, was a, a B-list character, and now is moved to the A-list character because of Ryan Reynolds in, the, you know, the latest movie. Deathstroke has never had his own comic book. Mm -hmm. yeah. Has never been in um, any of the cartoon series as the main villain until Young Justice came out a couple years ago where he was featured in it. Just for a couple episodes he was in. Um, so, the only real way people know about Deathstroke is through the Arkham games. Right. And it's really just, and, and he's not even the main villain in the Arkham games. No. So, that is untapped potential. It's kind of like people were up in arms about um, Jared Leto's Joker. Well, I think the reason why is because I think we have to, it's become diluted now that Joker has been done now three times. But in, in the film series, but then you also have uh, Mark Hamill's yeah, the animated series, animated series Joker, uh, and also the Ar Arkham games. So it tells you that like people are, need something new and need something. The Lex Luthor concept has been done before and stuff like sure. that. Um, so you know, it's interesting to see ultimately, ultimately like how popular Destro can be. You know. Um, and where this new potential, you know, and he's gotten a lot of po popularity recently in the comics, but where you saw his popularity skyrocket was when he was the main villain on Arrow. Because um, I know a couple of friends of mine that had no clue who Deathstroke was prior to season two of Arrow. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, how do you think he looked? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I thought for TV, Manu Benet's version of Deathstroke was good. But this one took it to a whole new level. Like, I'm already looking at cosplaying as, as uh, Deathstroke. I don't even cosplay. And when I saw that, I was like, I want a suit like that to walk around. I really yeah. feel like I'd be invincible. What do you What do you think? Yeah, it looks really, really good. And like I said, I, I enjoyed the costume on um, Arrow. Uh, but I think, obviously, just with you know, uh, higher budget and whatnot, I mean, it, it looks exactly like the comics. It looks... It's 
obviously um, right out of the comics. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you can't go wrong with sticking to source material. But it's all, it's sleek, but yet, you know, how it's aggressive. I just I think it looks great. It even has a little, um, uh, the, like, the leather. Yeah, yeah, the bandit top on the, or part on the top. I mean, it just looks really good. Uh, my thing is, like I said, is I'm just trying to figure out, we've talked about it a little bit, is, what is that scene from? Is it a because it seems pretty early if it was for the Batman, if that that's just what I'm calling it for right now. The Batman, but that, the, Batman the Ben Affleck Batman movie. Is it just like test footage, or is he maybe a small cameo in Justice League, or is it like a mid credit scene, or and why? Where is he? Is he in? Is he in like just a random hangar? Is he in? You know. Um, I can't really tell where is it. I've known or I've seen where with the Justice League, uh, Batman is supposed to have like a larger ship that carry that can carry the Batmobile and some of that. You know, is he in that? Like, where yeah. is he? So, like the rumors that have come out is that that was footage from Justice League, and it's going to be either like a, a teaser scene at the end or it's going to be right at the end. Um, here's my theory on it. I think it was like you said, test footage. Mm -hmm. I think Ben Affleck leaked this. To see how people would react, and if people would react well, then we're gonna go with it, and you know, Deathstroke's gonna right. be killing, and Joe Manganiello is gonna, you know, is gonna sign off for it, um, because I think they're taking the same type of playbook from Deadpool. Remember, oh, sure. remember how you know Deadpool for the longest time was you know in production stall, no one could find it, you know, they couldn't find a. Um, or get it greenlit, and then all of a sudden Ryan Reynolds or whoever leaks out that little two-minute teaser footage yeah, of it, that's right. and it blew up, you know, like the you know YouTube like crazy and the internet like crazy, and so then Fox says, okay, we'll do a YouTube or we'll do a Deadpool movie, you know, and I think Ben Affleck literally took that same idea and said, let me put this out here. We're just gonna do a quick test screen of it. If it does well and people are like, oh, yes, I'm excited, we're going to go with it. Because I, I think that if you if you go ahead and, and go with the villain and the people hate the villain, because you can't do any more movies now with by hiding the villain. Because the DC Universe has done that twice, and really they're doing it three times with uh, with Justice League. So they, they try to hide Doomsday you know, yeah. for the longest time, and that didn't work. Right. Um, and then... Uh, with Suicide Squad, they try to hide the main villain's June Moon and Incubus, and that didn't work either. So, yeah, I think now it's like that test audience type deal. Um, we're gonna show it out there, and it's like TV does. The, the TV shows do the same thing. They'll, you know, send out test footage. They'll do little teasers and everything. Like the DC Legends of Tomorrow teaser. Remember yes. the DC Legends of Tomorrow teaser? It was like three minutes long and stuff like that. And if you notice that that footage, that teaser footage, came out way before they even started um, taping Legends of Tomorrow, and the the costumes were all different and everything. You know, you didn't yeah. even have um, at the time. You didn't, you know, like in the test footage of DC Legends of Tomorrow, you had Oliver and um, Barry kind of talking to the team, saying that they made this, they formed this team up to help Rip. And then in the show, it's all Rip. It's all Rip, right? He makes the know who makes the actual team together so more and more tv shows and now movies are starting to go that route where 
we'll send out a little teaser and we'll see how it, with social media now you can tell if people like it or not and if people don't like it you scrap it in right. pre-production pre say okay we're not going to do this so what do you think so i think the consensus is that people loved it or at least liked it i think for the comic book fans yeah it's yeah it's a step in the right direction so then if it is a step in the right direction and the comic book fans for the most part have embraced it then do you do a quick cameo or something in Justice League or a mid-credits scene or something to bring in that public, maybe not even like interest, but knowledge of this character? I think I think that same exact scene that you saw there, maybe yeah. something like that. Right. Maybe not the same one, but something or like with that. with like a little bit of extension just to just like, it. you know, you, maybe you see like Bruce Wayne's Batman, like, or Ben Affleck's Batman jumping out of the plane and, you know, soaring down or whatever, and then he steps out of the shadows you know, looks around, you're like, who the heck is that guy and stuff. Um, you know, what I thought is that if, if Bruce Wayne has, and Batman has this ship that's supposed to help the Justice League, whatever, because yeah. he's, like, funding them like he does, um, maybe, like, it's near the end and he has, you know, dropped everyone off, I don't know, whatever, back to their original place, or they all go their own ways, right? right? And he's flying back to Gotham, and you see that Deathstroke is on this ship, has been on this ship, like, knows something. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, so, another thing that might come out uh, out of this is that we might get the actual, like, Dick Grayson Nightwing out of this movie. Mm -hmm. All right? Because um, you could introduce Deathstroke as, since he is a Teen Titans villain originally, he could have been an arch nemesis of Dick Grayson as Nightwing and so forth. Because remember, Nightwing was part of the Teen Titans first before he joined into the Batman universe. Right. Um, you know, so Dick Grayson was Robin, leaves uh, as Robin, and then in Teen Titans turn, you know, he becomes Nightwing as he gets older. So I think that's another person you can introduce, um, and it may be that Bruce has to help out, um, Dust or Bruce has to help out Dick. You know, fight against Deathstroke and you know, introduce that way. Um, who knows? Uh, there's a lot of different ways you can angles you can go at it. I mean, I think the way that Arrow did it with the um, with the way that Slade and Oliver had a background together prior to him becoming Deathstroke worked. I know some people didn't like it because it was the the love triangle story, but sure. to have a background story and that's what made that's what made the you know the Deathstroke character on Arrow so like so amazing was that it w there was an actual personal tie where instead of the other characters like Damian Dark there's it's always about power or money or something like that right you know? Ra's al Ghul's you know version on Arrow it was good when he was trying to convert Oliver to joining the league yeah. but then once it turned into that oh we're gonna take a uh, our, our script from Batman Begins and destroy <laughs> Starling City and stuff. Right. Then it was like, okay, we've already seen this before. Yeah, yeah moving um, on. But Slade was all about a personal vendetta. Oh, yeah. made it, you know, great. Um, so, you know. And his thing, well, yeah, the thing that was the best about his personal vendetta was that it, it only partially, it wasn't about killing Oliver. It was about killing or hurting everyone that he cares about or everything. Because he lost the love of his life. Yeah, know. yeah. So that was the way yeah. to get him. He almost, you know, wasn't all, so at times even really about killing 
Oliver, which made it even more intriguing. He wanted know? Oliver to feel the same exact pain that he felt when Shadow died. And that wasn't about killing him because he didn't, you know, he didn't die from it. It was Shadow who died, so he made sure that Oliver felt that pain. And since this is an older with uh, Ben Affleck, it's an older Batman, you know, maybe... I don't know, maybe either, yeah, he's been hired out by someone, right? Or or maybe Batman has hurt or someone, some, maybe there's some connection yeah, that it, we're not, it looks not like, aware yeah, of. It definitely looks like this Deathstroke's been around for a while because that little teaser scene, if they go with the same type of costume, I'm assuming they'll probably change up a couple things. Right. Because um, it's just this concept, you know, right now with Deathstroke. But if you look at it, in, in, you know, a little bit closer in detail, that there are some markings on his helmet and on his... Uh, you know, outfit yeah. or his armor is, is it, it looks like there's war torn, like, war torn. You know, there's like chinks to it and stuff like that. that um, he's been into battle, you know, multiple times. And so, this is this is going to be a Deathstroke that has history, um, and has you know maybe a background story with Bruce Wayne already. So, um, you know, I'm I'm like in the words of Kevin Smith, um, you know, they can take all my money. Uh, the minute that Deathstroke hit the, you know, hit this film, you know, and it was, I, it didn't even matter if it was Joe Manganiello or not. Um, they could have put anybody, they could have put Ray Park in there and not let him talk, and it just be, you know, <laughs> yeah. Ray Park, like you know, most of the film. right? Yeah, and that to me, Batman, Deathstroke, one on one, two hours of it, I'll, I'll watch it. You know, you don't even have to have a script. Just let him fight it out for two hours. So then do you think that with that, I mean, I know obviously, you know, switching kind of with the TV world, merging back with that, I, I know that um, obviously Stephen Amell said that, but do you think that means that they will use him, or do you think it's just kind of I a, hope. a, yeah, I don't know why else you would say it. I hope, because I mean, remember, like at the end of season two, Greg Berlanti was all about using Slade again, and he only used him for that one episode when Oliver was training uh, uh, Speedy, you know, on the island and everything. And it didn't, you know, it didn't seem like he was coming back anytime soon. And then they started going in a way, way different direction right. with David Yark. And he's, in, you know, Greg Berlanti, you know, even admitted to that because of the success of The Flash and its lightheartedness and, you know, its easy tones that they try to, you know, do the same concept on Arrow, but it failed miserably because, right. you know, Arrow started out as like a, a dark crime saga. So you have to go back to that, its roots. And, you know, th there's not a, the only real deaths that are on the Flash are Barry's parents. And uh, in Arrow, it seems like everybody and their mom is, is up for grabs, you know. Oh, I mean, died. season one, he was killing people. Everybody, yeah, yeah. A bunch so, of people were dying. You thought you didn't know who was going to die. Someone was going to die. Yeah. So, I mean, you go back to those, that, that style with Manu Benet's Deathstroke. You know, and like I said, he doesn't have to be the main villain. I understand that uh, they've already got it down, and, you know, somebody, you know, from the first episode has a vendetta to take up against, you know, the Green Arrow and stuff. So, good for that. Um, but if you did a three-story arc this season with Deathstroke, great. And then maybe next season do another three-story arc, you know. You know what I would even like to see that I think would be cool? So, even if you think about, um, like I said, in season two, and it's not like totally ripping off season two but let's be real we know arrow has the um concept of oh like oh hey let's take over the bad guy's gonna take over the city and at the very end they're gonna fight it out in downtown yeah okay. what is the line that uh officer um 
Lance says or whatever. What was that? When it was season three when uh, Ronzo Ghoul's men were taking over. He's like, what is it, May or something like that? You know, oh, yeah, right, stuff like that. right. Yeah, well, I mean, so, well, you know, but I don't want to get too off track, but let's think about it. So, season one, Malcolm Merlin and the Glades, right? Destroys Starlink City. Season two, Deathstroke and Miracle Soldiers downtown, once right. again, right? Season three. Two times. Twice. With Brick and. Oh, with Brick. I forgot about yeah. that. But it was like downtown or in the city or whatever, right? right. Season four, Damian yeah. Dark, the like three minute fight scene. Yeah, yeah. And the other, the second time in season three was uh, Ra's al Ghul. So that's, that's like, right. Like, who the hell wants to move to Starling City? Well, I sure saw one of those. Or, or heck, sorry. Um, but the thing that I think would be cool is um, what if, so you have this new individual who's kind of this vigilante that is acting as if they are the arrow but killing people, and it's supposed to have someone from, from the very first episode. Yeah, episode um, you know, I, I think there'd be a couple really cool things with it. Is I, we've talked about it before. Is what if at the end of this it ends up being like Tommy Elliot? I think that would be. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, Tommy Merlin. Tommy Merlin. Excuse me. Getting my characters all. Yeah. Um, Tommy Elliot's hush. But uh, yeah, Tommy Merlin, right? And then Tommy Merlin is one behind this because he and he always had an odd relationship with Oliver. Right. You know. But then not only that, but then you say, okay, well, whether he was dead or if the speed for or whatever changed that, right? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was, not, you know, you, you don't know. Who knows, right? But um, who would be training him? It would be five years. Maybe it's Slade Wilson. That would be You know awesome. what I mean? So maybe Slade is one of those things where he comes in, like, the last yeah. three episodes. But, it like, he's be been behind it. Yeah, you know it could what be I mean? simply just some guy that has a... A grudge against a yeah, Camaro, and it's and, and once again, him. Yeah. yeah, because if you think about it, what it took Oliver five years to get off the island, and he, then he was trained from not knowing anything. So that's Ooh, at least yeah. that's at least believable. Five years for Oliver, five years for Tommy. Whereas it's not the. What if Tommy went to the Lazarus pit? That's what I'm thinking. I mean, you know, because even though that it was destroyed at one time, but was that before or after Malcolm took over? Just before. Tommy died in season one. Like, no, no, but I mean, was the Lazarus Pit destroyed? Because remember, Malcolm took over as Roz. Right. And then, um, um, then Nisa, Nisa, then Nisa took, took over. over. Yep. And then she destroyed it, right. right? So what if he ended up, Malcolm, used it to bring but his what son if Roz back. did it? What if Roz, oh, Roz, yeah. Freaking, what if Roz, at the end of season one, to get back at Malcolm... Takes him, trains him in the League of Assassins. Yeah, I mean, oh my God. There you go. You know what I mean? The circle you, is you not have, Well, that's the thing. I think that's a way to bring it full circle and make some of those characters characters relatable. Like, oh, it was Roz, or oh, you know, it was uh, Slade Wilson. And that doesn't mean you have to use them the entire season, because I think we actually, the fans, were drawn out by it when you saw Damian Dark in every episode with his like suit on it what there wasn't a like appeal to the villain right because even if you think of Slade like sometimes we wouldn't always see him in his Deathstroke costume that was actually not oh, common he, until yeah. the second half of the season yeah, and even at the, the beginning man. of sec season two you didn't even see him yeah. he just it was brother blood remember yeah, brother blood was the, like the main bad guy in the beginning of the season but yeah Manu Bennett sold Slade Wilson hmm. without the Deathstroke costume yeah because the Deathstroke costume was just you know icing on the cake I, I remember losing my mind 
in a good way, obviously. But when I'm sitting there watching season, well, yeah, when when um, watching season two and Oliver comes, and I think like this brother blood or whatever, the guy, the main guy, and Oliver comes around the corner and his mom's sitting there talking to someone on the couch. Oh, and boom! It's Slade Wilson. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, that's kind of like. So my favorite scene from all the shows, you know, that we watched and stuff like that was when Slade killed Moira. Oh, I didn't see it coming. No, no one saw it coming. And that was just like, the acting in that, the, that, that's when you knew that it was real personal. That's when you, like, the writing was, was at its point where yeah. it's like, yeah, this is not about killing it's Oliver. It's about making him pay. And right. he got real, real fast. So, you know, I think that's a, an easy way to do it. Um, you know, whether it's Tommy or whether, like you said, whether it's just someone, you know, someone that feels that their life was destroyed by the era because they they were, you know, they were, or they had a relative that was killed by the era or something like that, right? But how do you justify the past five years? Like, you're not going to be that great training on your own, or maybe you are. Well, hey, here's Slade Wilson. He trained Oliver in, what, two years, right, right. on the island. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think that would be a cool way to, not only bring it full circle, but still use the character, but not overuse the character. I think it. What about? Here's a crazy idea. So, what if he was a bad guy in Legends of Tomorrow? Just oh. think about it. Now that the Hawkman and Hawk Girl are gone, the the team is now more regular people. You know, Firestorm. Right. Different, but you know, that would be you know a good way to reintroduce him back into the Arrow universe. Right. Yeah. And then somehow work him way in next season. Well, I mean, they already went up against his son, remember? Yeah. So we he were yeah. junior when they were in the future. Uh-huh. And so... Which is pretty cool. And that shows that there, I mean, you know, and I don't know if some of that was done on purpose, but that shows that, like, that wasn't just a one-and-done for Deathstroke, right. wasn't, you know. Um, yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of great things that they could do, hoping that they do it, hoping that Stephen Amell just saying that, yeah, we're allowed to use this character, that they weren't, he wasn't just saying that as a generalization, and that they actually will some way. Um, yeah, but I really hope, I'm glad that they're going back to the roots of Arrow, but I really hope they do something that kind of brings it full circle, like, no way, that makes sense, or I, you know, right. I, I think that would be great, and I think, and I think what they need more of this year, it doesn't have to be all the time, but you know, in a lot of the seasons, there were all these reveals, you know, all these different reveals, whether it was Tommy finding out that Malcolm was the Dark Archer, you oh, know, yeah. or little things like Slade Wilson, Brother Blood, and then you found out that Brother Blood was the mayor, the guy running for mayor, you know, it was just like all these little things that ended up making sense in the big picture where I think the past two seasons were fairly cut and dry, and here's the bad guy the whole time. So yeah, it, it took it. a... It took a backseat to the, the Flash storyline, you know, right. with Reverse Flash, and, you know, that, I mean, that was an amazing story in itself and everything, but, yeah, it, it, I think that the writers, you know, had a, they were, they got split up over all the different shows, yeah. and that was kind of, it showed that, that, you know, they, they put their A-team writers on the Flash because they wanted the Flash to do well, so it made Arrow suffer, and then they split the teams up even more to make sure Legends of Tomorrow would succeed, and so... It's. I think these new group of riders are starting to click, yeah. A, you know, a lot better instead of, and you know, you just had a team kind of say, all right, we're gonna have Ra's al Ghul and he's gonna destroy the city. And then we're gonna have Damian <laughs> Dark and he's gonna destroy the city. And so, 
Um, I think you gotta. It, so, Damien Dark was not a monster villain or whatever from the comics, and so not many people knew about him, and it just there was no history behind it for people. Right. I think for Arrow to succeed, you gotta go with you know a Slade Wilson type, you know, to to kind of balance out these new villains that you're gonna get. So I think yep. you know with Amel saying that you know the Manu Bennett can still be Deathstroke. Even though that there's going to be a Deathstroke in the movies, I think that's definitely good because that's going to that could possibly save Arrow for future seasons. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I just we keep hoping for the best with that. So, and I mean, they kind of alluded to that with the concept of the suicides. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Suicide Squad uh, characters. I don't think they'll use any of those personally, um, and they didn't really come right out and say that. But I don't know if you saw the other day where they were talking about using the Suicide Squad and Arrow was actually to gauge fan interest yeah, to see prior to the, how many people actually like Yeah, yeah, that was that interesting. Concept. That yeah. was interesting. But, I mean, with that, like, you know, that news came out, like, they, you know, the, the Warner Brothers execs asked the TV, you know, crew, hey, can you put Suicide Squad in to, you know, we'll see how well it does. Great, you know, but the only one that you had on on the team that was actually on this version of Suicide Squad was Deadshot. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, apples and oranges to me. Uh, yeah, like, sure. You know, and kind of Harley. That little tease, remember? <laughs> right. Yeah, they had that little tease and they took her away. Yeah. But Will Holland, you know, came out later on and said that they actually had Harley Quinn added on to the Suicide Squad, but then they were told to take her off. So that was a, a major disappointment. Yeah, that would have been but, you know, I'm just excited. Uh, Deathstroke is, a, you know, a great villain in the comics. It's, you know, uh, in the Arkham games, you got to see him for a little bit. He's been a great villain. He, you know, the character really got a, a boost from when he showed on Arrow. So um, I really do think that we'll see, you know, a good representation of Deathstroke in the movies. Else? Yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it was a great tease that sparked everybody's interest and gets everybody talking. And uh, but you know, we want to know what you all think as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Um, did you, first of all, did you even like it? Uh, I know most people did, but um, if not, what what did you think were some issues, or what do you think about the incorporation of Deathstroke not only in um, the movie verse, but also what what do you think? Do you think that, uh, Deathstroke will come back to Arrow? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, so make sure you check out our other podcast, Los Fanboys, who goes over all the movie news and, uh, and television news throughout the week, and they cover the main topics of you know what's people what people are really talking about. And they also do um, some great interviews. Um, check out Comic Uno's page on Mondays. She, you know, Comic Uno she gives all her weekly wrap ups on what she, you know basically you know in her comic collection and what she's watching on TV, and then make sure. You check out um, The Weekend Warrior by Edward Douglas. Wednesdays at 11, he posts a uh, weekly wrap-up of movies, independent and major films, and uh, gives you all the inside uh, info you need for upcoming films as well as interviews. So that's it from Mike and Mark on LRM TV podcast this week. Um, we hope to hear from you guys. Let us know. Uh, you can always reach us in, uh, by email on the uh, contact page.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.